Hi, this is Senior Esteban. This is Kyle. And this is Steve. And you're listening to another proud production of the 4i Radio Network, also known as The Fern. For more great content, check out www.4iradio.com. Yeah. Hi, this is Steve O'Mooney from the 4i Radio Network. Now, one of our great sponsors on our show is Amazon.com. Go to thesasquatch.net, click on the Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste if you do. So that again, check out thesasquatch.net and click on our Amazon.com banner. Thank you for your support. Welcome to another episode of the Arcade Bros. I am your host, Steve-O, with my co-host, Kyle. Uh, actually, one thing I want to talk to Kyle about first before we dive into the meat and things. So, uh, you finally gave a name for the podcast you're going to be doing, um, which I actually spoke with Eric about as well. I go, yeah, my brother wants it's to horrible. do It's horrible. Get out of it. No, no. I told him, I go, he wants to do a, a video game podcast of like how how people get into the industry, creating all that kind of stuff. So, uh, what's, what's going to be the name of this? Uh, I'm going to call it Dev Speaks, D-E-V Speaks, just like Developer Speaks. Okay. Um, and uh, how far along are you, uh, like, getting, like, you know, things together? Uh... Well, I got a logo, and I got, uh, like, the equipment. I already have the first couple show notes kind of put together. Okay. And kind of the pacing, and then it's just a matter of sitting down and doing it, which I'll probably do either later today or maybe tomorrow. Very cool, very talk, cool. Get it knocked out. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. It. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty good thing. So Yeah, uh, I'm, I talked to some of the people. There's a company out here called Game Collab. And, I think I've heard of them. And there's also another one. There's like an indie game lab out here, and they do all stuff all the time. Like they always have these weekend events where, like Thursday nights, you can do stuff. They did a during the uh, video game mu- uh, museum. Oh, okay. I think the the they were there doing stuff at the game collab. So I'm gonna try and like get people like that on. Oh, okay. And contact people like some of my friends, like Andrew and stuff, who are that would be cool. Yeah. Industry and. Kind of ask him some questions about it. Very cool. But uh, as always, you can find us on www.arcade-bros.com, part of the 4A Radio Network. Uh, you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, BlackBerry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Mixcloud, Double Twist, simply by typing in Arcade Bros. And also we are featured on Spreaker on 4i Radio Network on there. Also, don't forget to check out, this is pretty much probably the last week uh, for the Extra Life for Kids, www.extra-life.org. So go ahead and check that out if you want to either participate in your game or whatnot. Also, you can also donate to us if you like on our actual website at www.arcade-bros.com. Uh, the show is brought to you by America Joy Print Shop, the official sponsor of the 4i Radio Network. Business cards, flyers, posters, banners, vinyl cut, car reps, and more. And hopefully coasters, as Matt keeps saying, at americajoy.com and tell them the fern sent you. Does he just like want coasters? Well, there was like- a there was a thing at Comic-Con, which actually we might be taking a road trip next or this week uh, on Sunday to go to the Tucson Comic-Con uh, we were talking about. So because Eric got some passes and then we just we might just go on Sunday or whatnot and check it out. So but um, yeah, I guess uh, there was this one person at Phoenix Comic-Con that had like coasters. They were handing out instead of business cards, and Eric was like, "I want coasters now." So <laughs> just like that. okay. Well, hey, that's fine. That's cool. I believe actually after uh, the Friday night show, Matt has a man of very simple taste. He went to this strip club on Bourbon Street. It was called Bourbon Street, and the highlight for him there wasn't the strippers, wasn't the atmosphere. It was the fact that they have free popcorn, and Matt is a huge popcorn fan. So, um, 
priorities man yeah oh yeah no he was just like you want another half dance i'm sorry i want more oh no yeah he's like the best part about it dude i can sit at the stage not waste any money i'm just eating popcorn like he thought it was the greatest thing in the world so uh kyle it looks like uh you've still been playing some skyrim this week yeah big time i've still been doing the scrim i'm finally i'm basically just burning through the main storyline because i got to a part where i was at the main storyline i was the part where you get the elder scroll you read it. You realize what happened with the with the creature. If anyone hasn't played it, I'm not going to try and ruin it for you. But there's a part where that happens. Then you fight him the first time. You get that one shout. You talk to the guy. You get the other three. And so that's where I was. Okay. I completely blinked on where I was supposed to go, what I was supposed to do. So I had started a new character. So I finally caught up to that point again. So I'm just trying to burn through that and get that done. Um, I did join the Assassin's uh, Guild, finally. Oh, the Dark Brotherhood? Yeah, the Dark Brotherhood finally did that. And then uh, I started just doing what you were recommending. So people who haven't played it, you can wear, uh, level up your werewolf by consuming the hearts yeah. of people. So I've been doing the same thing. Like I also found a trick is I go around and kill everybody. I loot them, and then, of course, you're overburdened. But then what I found out is if you warp into a werewolf, you no longer have the restrictions of slow movement. Oh. So then you go around and eat all their hearts, so you level up. And then also you can just fast travel to wherever you're going, like just running. Yeah. So I did that the other day. I ran to Fall Creek, and I just uh, ran as a werewolf. So I like a dragon came, started attacking all the bears that I had pulled. Like I had pulled like the forest. Yeah. I had the uh, tiefling looking things, the uh, like spriggans. Oh yeah. Yeah. I the, had them. I had like a bears, bears, like a deer. For some reason I hit the deer. I, so then I'd have to shout at them to scare them off. Oh yeah. And so I did it, but then like a dragon came down. So he was chasing me. So I just kept booking it. So then what sucked was, I got to the village and I I hid, and as I'm hiding and I'm finally I get the like the psh, so you yeah. realize okay it's gonna wear off soon. You can see in the distance the dragon just going nuts on like whatever he's attacking out there, and then uh, all of a sudden these like uh, Thalmor show up. Uh-huh. They're just walking by and I was like oh look a werewolf. I'm like god damn it. Like so then I was like all right. So, but look like my sneak was high. Yeah. So then once I was normal again I just snuck down and kind of made my way to town and I was able to to uh, avoid them. Oh that's cool. But I was just like oh man but that. Yeah, definitely my werewolf is like jumped. Like I already have like three or four of those maxed out. So now if I shout and get that one where uh, I can summon werewolves. Oh like yeah, you do that thing, you get the werewolf. So that's where I'm like cool, and like I'm almost leveling up all the hits and stuff. So. Yeah, like I uh, like I was able to do that in the entire um, Dawnguard uh, campaign, and then I had the vampire chick. So it kind of works out. Once I'm done with everything, I can literally turn to her. I made like a second save game for this, but I was like turn me into a vampire just so I can try to get that achievement. That one's really hard to get because you literally have to kill people with like the vampire power, yeah. and it's just like. So I'm thinking about just going to caves where there's just thieves, <laughs> yeah, and just, and, like, just and killing them and stuff. One like thing that. I find too is if you have it, uh, fear them. Like if you can make them scared, like if you're like a Nord, yeah, and if you shout, you have that natural ability to battle cry and you scare them. Do that because then they'll just cower, and then you can just sit there like lynching off of them. Yeah, with the, the, yeah, the it's just fat. weird techniques you have to use when you're doing. But yeah, the werewolf one I just thought was easy because I ended up killing them, and I was like, oh, do I have to be a werewolf and kill them? And then I realized the bodies were there, and I was like, I'm gonna try something. So I morphed into the werewolf, and then I was like, oh, eat the heart. So I'm like, all right, cool. Great. Yeah. So I just started doing that in the Skyrim. But yeah, I still got to get back into that. I played it, and I totally forgot where it was because I was on the new. Uh, I think it was the dragon. Dragonborn, yeah, the one. Dragonborn one. And, and Morrowind, right? You go down. To yeah, you go down in uh, Morrowind, and it's. Uh, I met this one guy who's uh, this kind of elf dude, and like we're in like this old like um, cave. No, this old dwarven city right now. I have to find like these power cubes or whatnot. So it's just like checking that out and things like that. So yeah, I, I touched upon a little bit of Skyrim. Uh, I finished obviously Oblivion. I finally got all the achievements in Oblivion. All the achievements in Lego Batman. Oh, you were able to get back into the Mage Guild and all that? Yeah, I found... Basically, I thought about starting a new character, which I did get to where I need to go with the Mage Guild, and then, like, the first one I could not do because I didn't... I wasn't a high enough level to uh, pick up this ring, which is extremely heavy, so I said, fine. So I went online and found out where all these dragon tongues were, went there, found the rest that I needed because I had ten, so I just needed ten more. Got back to the Mage Guild, and the guy's like, all right, well, don't make a mistake again, or think that... And then I finished that all off. Oh, uh, pretty much in one night sitting, uh, I was just like, I gotta keep going, gotta yeah, keep get going, it, get it done, get it done. So I finally got that done. Uh, the Mage Guild is just pff, crap. It's an Oblivion. It's just like yeah. it's just like, I'm liking uh, the one in the yeah, the Skyrim. one, the one in Skyrim. Like I will say this, it's uh, I was more impressed with the Dark Brotherhood in Oblivion, and 
I the best guild I loved in Skyrim was uh, the Thieves Guild. Yeah, I thought same. that was the best uh, storyline and everything that. I mean, but yeah. So then this one, when you become you become the guild master or something like that, he's all like, "Here, you get the cursed hood of the Grey Fox." I'm like, "Why would I want this?" You know, but um. Yeah, so we finally got all those achievements, and then Lego Batman, I had a couple more achievements to get in that, so I was like, yeah, you know what, I'm going to get try to finish it off. Then finally beat Dead Rising Case Zero, which I've had since it came out, I just haven't touched it. So I was like, alright, you know what, let me go back, and so I started a new game trying to get everything, so I got everything I needed to get, and then just was like, you know what, I'm going to try to get all the achievements, so I did that. And then uh, the latest game that came out was the Batman uh, Arkham Origins, which is phenomenal. Oh, sweet. Um, voice acting is great. I know it's not uh, the original guy for Batman, but he sounds so much like him sometimes. Um, I heard it's more of a grittier Batman. Like he's not so much as like just quiet and like, like yeah, more like gets into. Oh yeah, he, because he's been doing it for two years. Um, which actually, but there's a lot of already twists and turns in it, which I thought it was fantastic. Like you find out like, uh, you know, it's like the black mask. He's the guy who hires all the assassins, but then you find out like more about all these kind of things going on, which is just phenomenal. And then it just did this great thing where like, I just got done with uh, a little bit of uh, a Bane fight and uh, the Joker and stuff like that. And then it goes to Joker gets sent to, um, Blackgate um, at this one part, but then he runs into uh, the um, Harley Quinn as the. Uh, Who she's yeah, she's not Harley Quinn yet. She's, she's not just... Harley Quinn yet, so it's it's really cool. There was a cool thing you got to do with the Joker in that part, and I was just like, this is actually kind of phenomenal. So there's just a bunch of stuff that they're really Batman fans like. I loved Arkham uh, Asylum, Arkham City. I liked. I didn't think it was as good. As Arkham City or Arkham Asylum, I did. It's like it seemed like it was supposed to be bigger, but it wasn't. This one, it's a huge map. It's a huge section of Gotham City. Um, you actually can fast travel now with the Batwing, so you have to do these certain things, and then you can unlock the area to fast travel. But you can just travel on foot and stuff like that. There's like crimes going on. Like you'll get like a report, like oh, and you can you know go ahead and help people and stuff like that. And the cool part is, it's not only just criminals. You'll jump down. There'll be actually a SWAT team or police officers, like police brutality just beating up on like, uh, like oh, wow. a, a thug or somebody like he's outnumbered or whatnot so you're actually like kind of like doing setting, a, a order to everybody you know, yeah just, like to the criminal you're so like, it is kind of cool and stuff like that but like yeah and it's funny because as much as they just showed you there was going to be the eight assassins there's actually a lot of people in the game the penguins in it oh, again okay. uh, uh riddlers in it again you know there's a bunch of people that they didn't mention which i like because that's yeah, what that was the that was problem with arkham city when it came out the facebook page i subscribed to and it just kept releasing all these villains and you're like okay cool yeah cool but so then when you played the game you knew like, it wasn't a surprise such as with arkham city it's like okay i know it's the joker but who is those going to be in there and they did teasers you know they had like oh there's clayface you know he's stuck in there or oh this chamber was for uh you know mr freeze and so on and so forth so there was all these little you know hidden things in the first one and then the second one just kind of told you everything so you're yeah. kind of like ah, okay but so good i mean i fought i think two of the assassins already Oh, the, technically I fought three of the assassins, but the, the Electro guy is the greatest thing in the world. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but he shows up at this one part. He's just talking shit. You know, he's like telling you all this stuff and then just how it like it works out. You're just you just die laughing. You're just like, OK, this is perfect. But Deathstroke, uh, he was an interesting battle. He is a lot of counter moves and stuff like that. Like you just can't just go full force. Oh, so you have to, like, see, like, yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody like, has like a certain like situation and stuff like that. Oh, and there was another thing like I got invited to the Mad Hat thing so i have to go oh, take cool. care of him as well so there's all these things that open up and it's just it's very kind of very cool just like i really like how they're doing it and since it's like it's kind of like it is an origin story so it's like you know batman you know his setup there are some parts where like he goes back and forth for what happened to him um but it's really just setting up like everything basically this is like the first time this is what i like about it. He, he like most of the villains he knows like when you see the assassin list he's going through all their n actual names yeah, and knows who they so are that knows who they are but then there's the part where he's all like he doesn't know anything this is basically the start of the joker all oh, right where he's like who is this guy like, yeah no it's idea. very cool so it's it's just very like there's even a part in it where he's all like you've dealt with 
it's, it's like, because Alfred's pretty much your guy instead of because you don't have Barbara at this point because he's just starting out. So Alfred would be like, he's like, what's your vendetta against, you know, this man or whatnot? He's like, I don't know. This guy's different. You know, it's like I've dealt with psychopaths before, but nothing like this. So it's very good. Well, I love the detective stuff. It's kind of neat because you're finally getting his perspective because we always just knew like, oh, the Joker's bad for Batman. Yeah. But we didn't know like exactly maybe like how he felt about him. Like you're just like you said, like he's different. Like he doesn't really know. Well, yeah, it's a him. really good thing, too. There's a part that happens in the game. It's like I'm trying not to spoil it because I know it just came out. Maybe but there's a part that happens in the game. And then one like cop like looks at the Joker. He's all like, yeah, why do you save your, you know, sorry ass? I would have let you just fall to your death and everything that. And then the Joker says, like, you know what? I was wondering the same thing. So even he's trying yeah, to like, why didn't he trying to figure this guy out and stuff. So it's just very it's very well done. It's a great like te technically I as much as I would like to say it, I'm like literally I think you should play this one first before you dive in. If you have never played the Arkham City, you know, oh, games no, or whatnot, with start with the Origins because it's just it's just setting everything up. Oh, and I have to say the Killer Croc battle. Ten times better than it was in Arkham Asylum. Like you actually get to fight Killer Croc oh, and get to see like his strength. And now is and... he as big as before? Is yeah, he... he's pretty. Well, I think he's a he's a little bit younger, but, but he is pretty. Not, yeah, he is. There. He does dwarf, uh, you know, Batman, but oh, he is okay, kind of yeah. like. But it's very kind of cool, just like his fight battle and stuff like that. So yeah, a lot of the battles are really fun. It's like it makes you kind of think because you can't just go like I remember that in Arkham. Asylum, there was people had a different thing, like you know, Harley Quinn jumped around a lot, and you have to kind of deflect things and things like that. But yeah, you really have to like you analyze every like battle, like okay, what am I gonna do with this? This is a different person and stuff like that. Because even with Deadstroke, like you'll throw a battering at him, he's like, ha, I know that trick and stuff like that. So you have to figure out like, okay, what is he? What is he not gonna see me doing and stuff like that? So sometimes I had to like knock him with my cape and disorder, and then I shot like my grappling hook to grab him, pull him forward, oh, and I'd slam him down and stuff. So there's all these different things, and even Copperhead, that was an interesting battle too and stuff so there's just all these kind of cool things and like yeah you can see with him batman he's very like he's like throwing thugs up against the wall he's all like tell me this or break it there's even a guy where like he basically strangles pretty much and knocks him out from doing it you know so there's all these things where it's like yeah he's very like gritty he's very like more like there's a lot of headstrong that. in this one like there's certain parts where you think like like the batman you see in the other games where he's very like okay i know how to cautious do this he's very cautious he knows how to he knows how things work and things like that so this one he's still kind of like you know he basically he has a lot of anger and he's just like taking it out on everybody else so i'm kind of thinking how the game's gonna end is him kind of realizing okay Yes, I'm going to put the fear in these people and stuff like that, but I have to, you know, I have to step back. I have to realize, you know, all these kind of things. But the coolest part I really like in it, they really went all out on the detective aspect of the game. Like, you'll go to crime scenes in certain parts, and then you'll, you'll put your detective thing on, but then you'll, like, you'll find the clues and stuff, and then there's things where you play back. Where like you kind of see like oh, okay, so how you have to find all the clues on like in the scene. Yeah, and then kind of and then he goes okay, well this is what I think would happen, and then you can rewind it, fast forward. And sometimes you have to fast forward it or pause it at a certain point to find like clues like oh, okay, okay, oh that's the thing I'm looking for. Where did it drop? And then you play it back a little bit. You're like oh, okay, there it is, and you go find oh, it. So great. they really did a cool job. Like I'm like I was telling Matt like uh, on the show on Saturday, I was like it's just it's just great. It's just uh, as uh, like as much as you think like. Like okay, this franchise they're they're gonna run out or whatnot. This is perfect. I mean, if they do another one like right the, the one that takes place after this one, then it's like okay, even better, you, you know, stuff like that. It. So it's just kind of I don't know if you know this is not the same company that did uh, the other ones. No, it's not. It's not by uh, Rock City. That's yeah. the thing. And a lot of people were worried about that, but they, I think they did a great job. They've hold very true to everything. Um, I do have to say, I think the counter is back to how it was in the first one because in the second one, like. I'm not saying like I'm the best, you know, at countering and stuff like that. Like I do miss sometimes, but for some strange reason, my counter never worked like it did in the first one, where it was very yeah, like smooth. Barely, like, look at it and it already like you like boom, boom, boom. But this one is like I would hit counter and it's like I still get beat up. I'm like, what's going on with this thing, you know? So, but yeah, it's really it's really kind of cool. The only thing I don't like is the. Uh, the leveling up system for your gadgets this time. Okay. It's uh you have to do a bunch of certain tasks um for certain things to open, which I understand. Like one was like take care of the Mad Hatter and this will unlock and stuff. But a lot of them, it's like I haven't really unlocked most of my lot of stuff. I ended up just upgrading my suit because it was the only thing available. And then I finally go in through my gadgets because it's really like oh, I haven't really used much of my gadgets in this one. You know, like like you've done in the past. You oh, know, like okay. okay, so there's some well, weird know, aspect uh, of that. Have you gone back to the base and done? There's like a training area. Yes. Is that where I heard like you? Look learn a lot about like how to do a lot of those new moves and stuff yeah or? like you can try out your gadgets and stuff like that there which is kind of cool um cool part is is uh the one <coughs> 
the the game copy I picked up it gave me a bunch of DLCs. Oh, cool! One of the costumes is from the Long Halloween. Ah, oh, sweet. So that's kind of cool. But yeah, I, I highly recommend this game. It does kind of give you that Christmas feel, though, because it takes place on Christmas yeah, Eve. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's funny because you'll be walking around like some of the areas and the Christmas music will be playing. Oh, that's cool. So there's cool. all these kind of cool things and stuff of like that. And actually, I forget who I was fighting. I forget who was fighting, but then start playing like a Christmas song, like while you're beating <laughs> yeah, the crap out of it. It's just funny. <laughs> so there's so, there's a really good like kind of things and stuff like that, and very action packed. Like it's like I I, I want to talk about it, but I don't want to spoil things for people because it, it's just a very well done game. Uh, kudos to uh, you know Rocksteady giving them the rights and all the yeah, things to you know to be able to build this game. But yeah, it's very very dynamic. And his bat suit, like it's very cool, but it's already I like I'm like. I feel like I've been playing for a while, but I know I'm not. Like, I'm just, like, I'm barely just scratched the surface of this game. But, like, you can already see, like, his cape's kind of torn up already. Oh, and then he has, like, these dings on his uh, head and shoulder pad and, like, all this kind of stuff. So it's really just, that's like... that's what I liked about the game itself is, like, you really get to see, like, how he doesn't just stay, like, oh, not hurt at all. Yeah, well, it's, like... And then he's got, like, already, like, I got bullet wounds, like, holes in my suit and stuff like that. But it's really funny with Alfred because he's all like, why don't you just stay home? It's Christmas Eve. Like, he's trying to talk you yeah, out. But then yeah, the part I just went to, like, like, he got into Alfred's face at this one part, so it was just like, oh, man, like, things are just like, it's just great, though. It's perfect. And then even Jim Gordon, like, Jim Gordon I like in this, because he's, uh, he's not commissioner, I think he's uh, captain. Yeah, because didn't Loeb just die or something? Like, Loeb Yeah, yeah, that's like... actually the first thing when you were in the Black Gate. But Loeb, yeah, Commissioner Loeb is dead, uh, spoilers. Um, you'll find that on the tutorial level. But, yeah, <laughs> Captain Gordon is great because Captain Gordon's like, we got to bring this guy in, he's a menace and everything. That. Yeah, like and then there's, a, and then there's this the part back. where, like, you kind of save him, like, from getting shot from his own men trying to kill you and take off. And then even Alfred was all like, you should really contact Captain Gordon. He could be a, you know, perfect ally and stuff like that. So I have a feeling that's setting up, you know, they for some stuff as well. Them. So it's, it's just great. It's just very well done. It's perfect. It's fun it's it's just got everything you know you want in a in a batman game especially something that's starting out like him being brand new to everything like that and just figuring things out and just how everything's going so it's like i love the villains i love the things even the joker the guy who does the joker voice in it is very it's very i know it's not mark hamill um it sounds like him sometimes but other times it doesn't but it's very cool it's very like a very like young Joker, you know, because literally, like Joker even says, in this, he's like, "You've been doing this for two years, and I've been doing this for a week." <laughs> and it's like he's already done like more damage than anybody he's dealt with so far in this part. So it's just, it's just very well done. It's very well written. And so. then I always makes me wonder, like, yeah, why did the Joker like? Why did he decide all of a sudden to be like, "Hey, I want to try this out," you know? Yeah. So, so it's, it's great though. But like, and even Bane, Bane was great too. Him and Joker get into a spat and stuff like that. So there's like all these kind of cool dynamics with everybody and and stuff. The Bane fight was really kind of cool because it wasn't so much as this easy. Kind of like, oh, I'm going to hit him with a battering like and in the first one the way, yeah. and then run out of the way. Like this one, you really had to, uh, you know, Watch it. Yeah, maneuver around stuff. And then there's like this thing where you had to like get him unconscious. Now, is this beat before him up. Venom or is he like just No, he running? has it. Like oh, okay. he, he starts out like normal, like he has his jacket on. And then he takes it off and you can see it all running through. And then he hits it and he gets like big and stuff like that. So it's kind of cool. So there's a bunch of different stuff. But it was great because even uh, Bane said to the Joker, he's like, as soon as I kill him, I'm going to kill you now. So it's just like Bane doesn't care. Yeah. So it's just very now, well is done. Bane more of like, is, do you feel like he's more like a thug, or do you feel like he's more of like the? Because in the cartoon, remember how he changed? He went from like a thug, like beat him up to then he almost had like that Italian or the Spanish. Like he was yeah, like, he has oh. a Spanish. Oh, he's okay. he's like that. He's more of a but like yeah, he's an assassin and stuff like that, which is kind of it's kind of cool when you see like. Uh, when he does the hit to Batman, like uh, Black Mask, he gives everybody. He's like, "Here's the files. I want you to hand these out to everybody." And some of that. So it shows like it's setting up everybody. It's like Bane. It shows Bane like taking out all these guys. And then you just see the Black Mask guy, like the thug, just like yeah, like, trying to hand it to him. To hand, yeah, it was like very well done. <laughs> like Bane just kind of takes it and kind of all these things. But it's really, it's just great. It's just a fun game. I could probably, I could literally talk about this for the entire oh, show. Uh, and Kyle would just be like, "Don't." No, that's cool because like now it pumps me up. Like I like hearing that stuff. Like I still have the Arkham Asylum to beat. I'm almost done. I go, I'll probably do that today. Like that's what's cool about it. you talking about. This makes me want to beat the other one. Yeah, it's and then run out again. It's great, one. and I'm really looking forward to playing the multiplayer. On yeah, that, that. So that's that should be fun. It's like you can have it's like almost three to four. Yeah, there's like three 
there's like three things. It's like you could be Batman and Robin in a co-op thing, or you could be like one of Joker's thugs, like a main thug, or yeah. one of Bane's gang like leaders or something like that. And, and then, then versus yeah, like everybody. So else. I'm looking forward to see how that works out because this is the first time they did multiplayer. Because all they've done before is just these challenge maps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of that, which are still in it, uh, is kind of cool. But I, I think with certain games, I think they're releasing. There's a Deadstroke one you can do. Right. Yeah. Because uh, that was one of the perks was like if you pre-ordered or something, you got like Deadstroke as like, as like a. a I co uh, as, a, as a thing, yeah. Yeah, like, so there's, kind there's of like the Harley Quinn thing too. Yeah, yeah which actually I want to get that download when I can for the city because that's another good uh, add-on to uh, Arkham City and stuff. So if you did get the Game of the Year edition, you have that already. Oh, sweet. Um, but I'm very curious because it, it shows a bunch of characters, potential characters in it. But I'm I'm very curious. I'm like, okay, we're gonna get introductions to the Scarecrow. We're we gonna talk about Mr. Oh, Freeze. Oh yeah, yeah. But then I'm also like, are you guys gonna save that and do like a sequel to Arkham Origins or like DLC that's like freezes like whatever? Yeah, you know the the birth of Mr. Freeze or something like that. So it's really just kind of... It's basically kind of watching like... It makes me feel I'm watching the old animated series. Nice. Uh, a little bit more adult-orientated, though, because obviously there's, uh, you know, goddammit and shit and all these kind of things and there's <laughs> blood and stuff like that, but it really is like setting up for like you're learning about all these characters like for the first time. Sweet. So it's just great. So I apologize for no, pretty much I mean, taking that's, up... That's uh, what's cool about it. It's like when you find a good game and you just want to keep like, oh... Oh my god. And it looks like there's going to be so much play, replay value. There's like the, the perfect night mode where like after you beat it on normal and then there's also a dark night mode oh, which I'm already like opening up certain ones when you complete certain tasks it'll be like 34% of you know dark night mode you know so once you get 100% then you have like the dark night and everything so it's just it's great so uh but uh what is this the uh atlas bought by Sega yeah, I don't know if you're familiar. Atlas is the ones who's done like Persona, Persona Two, those kind of like strategy, like dark strategy games where kids turn into like monsters, and it's kind of a, a an interest. It's got a really good, good following. Well, it turns out Sega has purchased them. Oh. And uh, they said basically it's kind of like the same deal where they're gonna let allow them to keep doing what they're doing, but now they're basically the owners of it, which has really kind of like really boosted Sega really, uh, lately because Sega has been doing really good strides, like buying up some small properties here. But Atlas has kind of been one of those like self-publishing sites they just keep producing like their personas and games like that and they haven't had any problems with like you know failure so they've been yeah. doing really good going strong and so i think uh, i forget what it was i think it was like 315 yen which equates to like 141 like million oh yeah so well, i mean but knowing sega i mean sega it's funny as much as sega was a great um system company for a while i really think they came into their own when they decided to just go look we're just gonna make games because i mean they've made like arcade they've games kept going and, just, and like, the arcade games it. they've made have been phenomenal and stuff and just like them doing i think that's a great idea because i think nintendo nintendo's kind of done that where they've bought smaller companies yeah. and and they nintendo's yeah. like hey go ahead and do what you need to do and stuff and they did that with the metroid one that's true first person metroid yeah they did the same they allowed them they bought them up and said make and then I think they were like kind of going slow with it, and then like they came down and said, "Well, let's help you out and get it going." Yeah. And so it's it's just pretty cool that they're doing. But that's great. Yeah, I remember hearing Atlas. I'm trying to remember a couple of games I have played by Atlas. Um, but that's great that Sega picked them up because that means, it, of course, Sega obviously didn't go out. You know, they we all thought they were dead, and yeah, then they came back. Like, oh, that was it. Like that game over. But they've come back, you know, immensely. Also, speaking of Sega, you know, as Sonic has been announced as a Super Smash Bros. Yeah, character, finally. but they also said Toon Link is now going to be a character as well in Super Smash Bros. Oh, the new one. Cool. So that would be kind of interesting. He looks really good in the uh, HD graphics and everything that, especially with Wind Waker just coming out. I think that's probably why they did it. It's weird though. They were talking about they're not going to have. A lot of the characters won't be coming back okay. from Brawl, so I know we'll probably have Mario, Bowser, Peach, you know, they've already met saw her and stuff like that. So I'm curious, okay, what characters will come back, and how big is the roster going to be, and are we going to get, because Link is the first clone character, Toon Link, because obviously he's going to be exactly like adult Link, right. you know. And stuff like that. So I, I'm kind of hoping, like, look, Nintendo, if you're going to do clone characters, do it like how I've been saying is, like, oh, we got Star Fox. You want to do Falco? You want to do that? Instead of giving us that character, just make it a skin. Yeah, it's like, oh, you want to play as Falco? You want to play? Because literally they yeah. have all the same moves. It's like, like anything. It wasn't like, uh, what was it called? They switched it up finally with, I think, um, oh, who was it? They had the same exact moves and then they switched them. Yeah, what was it? They had Ganondorf had the moves of Falco, and then it carried over into Brawl. 
Yeah, I think they switched it in uh, Brawl. Like, Ganondorf had a little bit better... They had his own, like... Like, own kind of stuff, yeah. So, um, I think that was the only time they did that. I mean, Bowser, they totally switched up. Like, he's a lot faster now. He's not as sluggish. Uh, He's got some new moves as well. So, I'm like, obviously, you can give new moves to people. So, I'm like, just don't make... If you're going to make clone characters, then make them downloadable characters. Like, I don't want to have my roster taken up by, you know... It's kind of like, as much as I like Capcom games with, you know, the Street Fighter, it's like, you get Dan, you got a coup, you got uh, Sakura, you got yeah. uh, Ken, you got Ryu. That's five characters that all are exactly the same. It's kind of like... But then again, Capcom has the tendency of giving us a huge roster for most of the games. So, But yeah, but kudos to them for uh, the Atlas thing. Uh, now, the PlayStation 4 won't play DVDs or Blu-rays on launch? What? Yeah, they're, unfortunately, I was just reading about it today that they're, some of the titles that are coming out or some of the systems that are being released as of right now don't have the patch, I guess, that they just invented. And it's basically where the DVD and Blu-ray feature of the PS4 won't be reading the disc properly. Mm. So they said, like, basically when you get it, you'll have to download a patch. Like, first day, it's basically that, you know, the, what's kind of become normal is when a system comes out, there's always a patch. Like, first, when you first boot up, there's like that, you know. The, yeah. And that's basically what this will do. This will fix it. But as of, like, releasing it, if you don't have internet or something, like, you're going to have some problems. Yeah, okay. You'll have some problems with it. So, similar to, like, a lot of the games we've seen, like, GTA had one mm-hmm. with the, the Xbox 360. Like, a lot of, it seems to be more common. And that's just mainly because they're starting to get, uh better at their coding co- towards the end. You know, when they're doing crunch mode, as a lot of people hear, yeah. they start coding, 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 and then on next thing you know, like something doesn't work. But during that time between the game getting out there and then, you know, people buying it, that like kind of two-month window of people being able to open it and play it, they have that time to develop like, oh, we noticed there was a problem. Let's fix it in the meantime. So yeah. it kind of gives them that little brief window of like, oh, if we still had bugs or something, we could fix well, it. Well, it's only going to be a 300 megabytes patch, um, but also looks like included with the patch, not only can you play the DVDs and Blu-rays, it looks like you're going to have the remote play for the PS Vita. Also, uh, if you plan on downloading your games instead of buying the copies, it's also going to let you download the game in the background, letting you do other stuff with the system, such as, oh, I'm going to surf the net or i'm going to check out other stuff or you know so the game can still download in the background maybe you can watch a movie while the game yeah, downloads exactly. and stuff that's like that. what so, they're, they're alluding that you'll be able to do so so that's so cool i mean that's i've just learned about that i got really mad when the wii u came down and everyone's like oh, oh you got to down and i'm like okay look when the xbox came out when i first got the xbox 360 i didn't do xbox live yet uh when i finally did yeah there was a couple of updates and everything like that but as soon as you start getting these updates now don't get me wrong xbox has done a phenomenal job with their updates it doesn't take that long playstation on the other hand that's what i'm kind of hoping with playstation 4 yeah. PlayStation 3, on the other hand, when there's a new patch for a game, it takes a while. You're kind of like, all right. So hopefully they they fix that and stuff. And same with Wii U. I'm not even just going to bash on PlayStation uh, 3, but the Wii U also takes a little bit longer, too. Xbox has it down to a patent where it's like, oh, there's a new update, boom, boom, boom. You're off and running with your game, you know, and stuff like that. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's usually a couple KB, like nothing. It's yeah, it, like it doesn't take and... that long, and before you know it, you're back online, it's installed, you're good to go and stuff. The problem with PlayStation I have is you download it, and then you have to install it, and then it installs and takes up more, Take time, more stuff. time. So it's just like kind of get your shit together. It's a know? little different, yeah. They're different. But yeah, different. I'm like I'm I'm used to that now because with every system being able to link up to the internet now, I'm just like I just accept it. I'm like, look, it's not like back in the day where you bought like a cartridge system and you just pop that game in and boom, you're off and running after it's set up and stuff like that. I'm like, look, you're gonna have to download stuff. There's gonna be new updates. The systems are coming out, and that's the beauty about this is a lot of systems they're trying to hopefully they're able to just release their system without a whole bunch of problems. And if there are, they're like, okay, we can make a patch for that, and then it's done, you know. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm super psyched for the PlayStation 4. I remember watching a video. They relieved the control. They showed the controller out of the box yeah. already. It was kind of cool. It's a little bit bigger than the PlayStation 3 controller, which is fine with me because uh, I guess because they have the touch now. Yeah, they have or whatever. the. They have the touch now, but it's a little bit bigger. It's uh, it looks really comfortable and stuff like that. So we'll see how it goes. I know I have obviously two boxes of the Taco Bell that Eric brought over that I'm gonna <laughs> try, try to like, win. Keep winning. One and I don't know if Xbox is doing any contests yet, but yeah, I still want an Xbox. Uh, I thought that was one of the coolest things too, because you think about it, like gamers, like there's like basically, and I think all the gamers can, can agree on this. Uh, I'm just gonna say it, like uh, Pepsi, Mountain Dew. We're talking Doritos, Cheetos. We're talking like uh, Taco Bell, late night Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. 
we're the, you know it's kind of part of that whole gaming culture so for them to do the whole idea of like buy taco bell win a system kind of thing like it all just kind of goes hand in hand i think all of us can relate to those late night binges of like midnight release then running to like the late night at a taco bell or wherever you know coming home and then like just gaming for a couple hours and then like maybe even not making it in the next day of work because you were just like i took the day off yeah game. and like what have you ever done that like what was a game that you took off to be like <laughs> to play it um oh i'm trying to remember i know a friend of mine they actually took a day off from work to finish the first bioshock they really got into i'm trying to think if there was a day where i just was like um or like i literally planned it like i'm gonna get this game like and then, I, yeah I, like and, you knew you had time off so you were like hey i might do this or at least like you knew you had some time that... well i've always did it the day before thanksgiving in high school because nintendo had a tendency of releasing yeah, one of their big things like Zelda, and i hated it though because you would take the day off and then mom would be like well you're not getting the game until your dad comes home i was like well what was the point of me taking the day <laughs> off it's all day like, day why didn't you tell me that again? before i took the day off so that was the biggest thing but yeah i remember doing that with ocarina of time uh that was it i played we played that, that was, for the entire thanksgiving uh uh, weekend which is just it's still a phenomenal great game and stuff but uh yeah i'm trying to think if i've done it recently i don't think so i think once um once i finally get back in the working world and if i can have time to take off and stuff of like that i'll probably do that you know if a big game's coming out i take the i remember uh my uh ex-fiance actually would take the week off of her birthday because the Assassin's Creed games were coming out always at this time. Oh. So it would come out on Tuesday and then she'd literally have the entire week to play this game and stuff. So she would reserve her copy and then she'd literally like sleep in, wake up that day, pick it up, and then just have the entire like week to play it and things. Mm -hmm. But then it got pushed back to October now because they didn't want to compete with uh, the Call of Duty games and the Battle and I think that was, you know, I kind of like that about them because you and I we were kind of like oh was it coming out at the same time like, we thought it was actually kind of cool like head to head with like a Batman game and I feel like uh, uh, Assassin's Creed is kind of one of those games that it'll do good no yeah no this, matter what it is it'll this one looks well. phenomenal I mean like I said I the thing I like about it is like I don't know the character right now yeah, like I've seen him like, Who he hasn't really talked he hasn't done anything but like the thing I got so disappointed like I loved Assassin's Creed 3 um, but Connor was just so wishy-washy like he was like very like I'm going to kill people and then he's all like what do I do and it's just like Excuse, 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 excuse. Uh, but uh, this thing I just saw is uh, Link plus Link Wind Waker plus uh, oh, Kanye yeah. West. Uh, I'm gonna play a little bit of this Hilarious. of you. Uh, we'll post this definitely on our Facebook page. This look is great. Yeah, we definitely have to post the video because... Oh, they got him singing too, okay. Oh yeah, so it's a Kanye West song, which obviously I'm not a big fan of, but yeah. this video is pretty funny. It's, uh... It's basically someone has taken the HD version of the Wind Waker and they have like Link singing to it, it dancing around, doing a bunch of. It's really, it's really well yeah, done. Yeah, I guess you so. can emote in the game, so he's like doing like faces and stuff. Yeah, he's doing like a selfie, I guess, but he's like singing with it, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a because the people with the the tingles bottles you can leave around. You can actually do self portraits and stuff like that. So uh, with your pictures and stuff, but that that's just great. So I'm I'm definitely gonna um definitely gonna pop that. Uh, onto the Facebook page. That's actually pretty funny. Uh, Battlefield 4 takes jabs at Call of Duty Ghosts. Yeah, because I guess in the commercial, they had just released a new TV spot where it shows us like all this stuff you can do. It shows all these things. A lot of explosions, a lot of stuff going on. And then sure enough, like at one point, it shows a guy just punching a dog. Like, and the dog looks very much similar to the ghost dog. Oh. Like, with the equipment on, it shows them, like, on top of it, punching it. And a lot of people are, like, assuming that that's, like, their jab at, like, Call of Duty because, like, what they a lot of people feel is like Battlefield Four, or Battlefield in general, is kind of more like an MMO because mm -hmm. you can just do it. It's kind of like GTA. You can do whatever you want. You can hop into a plane, like fly, like it's just ridiculous. Yeah, some of the stuff you can do. Where Call of Duty is more like there's standard to like the map. Like there's only so much you can do. A lot you can do, but there's only so much you can do within the map. And so I think that's kind of what was like their way of being like, yeah, we're not, you know, we can do, we can also punch a dog. Like that's also something you can do in the game. Well, it's funny. I'm watching this new TV spot and it just literally shows there's a female operative on your team as well. And that's also what Call of Duty 
finally did yeah. as well. They finally put a female operative. So I'm just all like, I like how we've been saying this for how long, and they finally decided like, oh, you can make female characters now. And yeah, blah, and it's blah, true because I mean, let's figure it. There's female soldiers. There's female gamers. There's female, you know. Uh, all over the place. So it's like, uh, why is it uh, like, why is it taking it so long? I don't it's, know. It's but weird. the thing I do have to say, so <clears throat> the stupid part is, is doesn't they know that I, I've never played a battlefield uh, game? Um, I I want to. Yeah. Uh, they look very fun and everything like that. And I, it's not like I'm saying Call of Duty. It's it's that whole. I hate these kind of things where it's like. Uh, when basically when Skyrim came out, yeah. it was the same game on every console, and everyone's like, "Oh, it looks better on the PlayStation. Oh, it looks better yeah. on the Xbox. Oh, the PC looks so bad." Who cares? Okay, unless it's just like, "Oh, the PlayStation comes with a bunch of gold bars <laughs> that you can sell and make billions of dollars." Yeah, it's unless you're just, like N64 graphics compared to like yeah. Yeah, 3D, it, like. it it doesn't matter, you know. So uh, to me, I'm saying like with the Call of Duty and the Battlefield games, guess what? Your fans. Are gonna buy both. Yeah. They're not gonna just go. Oh, Call of Duty is better than this. Oh, Battlefield. Everybody likes variety. They're gonna play both games because, and that's just how it works. So guess what? You guys are gonna make your sales, whether or not it was a cheap shot. Unless, like you're saying, they probably just showed you what you can do in the game, and probably Somebody most likely everyone's all like, oh, oh you're taking a shot at Call of Duty. It's one of those hardcore fanboys. Yeah. Or whatnot. That's it, what it's I was just thinking. like, but I'm just like, get over it. Everyone's gonna buy your game. It's like I've never played a Battlefield game. I mean, it, Battlefield did not make a comeback until like Battlefield Three, I think. Yeah, three was really their big push to show you, like, look, because he was like, they introduced the jets, they introduced like vehicles, like that was the first time like they had it. I think some of the major playing uh, apparatuses, and they, I mean that that game is buggy as hell. Like that's the other thing too, is Battlefield is also known for like its bugs. Like what well, well, that was the one where they showed like the elevator and like does everyone yeah. like, get in it or uh, uh, and like that was the best one I saw was like someone like the best shot ever was the guy was in a jet. And he was trying to fly after the other guy in a jet. So what he did is he jumps out of the like ejects out of the jet. Uh So he's above him, has a rocket launcher, shoots down, blows up the guy, you know, who was flying behind him, and Mm -hmm. then lands right on top of the jet again. And because you can quickly like I guess you know like jump into a vehicle, yeah, that's what he did. So he went from like being in a jet, expelling out (laughs) of a jet. Landing back out, yeah, and I was just like, that's ridiculous, but it's like, because the game's so buggy, you can do these kind of things. That's so. funny. And it's funny, because then, like, during that, they were playing the A-Team, like, music, too. It was like, da, 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 as he's, like, up in the air, like, shooting the rocket down. That's funny. So, what is this? Uh, Dark Matter has been pulled from Steam and GOG? Yeah, so there was this Steam game that came out a while ago, and it's, I think it was coming out for Oya, and they've been talking about it for a while, and every time I was on Steam, I always remember seeing... Uh, uh, what's it called? I always remember seeing this game, Dark Matter, Dark Matter, and it looked cool. It was a side scroller. It looked like it had a lot of like, you know, uh, science fiction kind of uh, elements to it. And then I guess the reason it got pulled is that people who bought it. It was a Kickstarter game. People who finally bought it and were playing it uh, realized that there's no ending. Like you just get to a level and all of a sudden it just starts getting buggy because oh. they never finished it. So because of that, the standards are in uh, Steam that you have to have a complete game when it goes to Steam. Mm-hmm. So they went ahead and like basically uh, you know terminated it because of that. So a lot of people are like basically asking them to do kind of like an episodes thing, mm-hmm. where like maybe just give us the last episode, you know, so we can figure out how this game got yeah. solved. But yeah, it really kind of like bugged a lot of people because a lot of people who invested in it, yeah, and started it, you know, were like, oh sweet, and, you know, they enjoyed it to the point where they got to a level and all of a sudden. It's like, you know, yeah. kind of like the classic Pac-Man. Like, if you got to, like, level, I think it was, like, 256. Yeah. The level just, they didn't have any more levels, so then it would just bug out. It would give you the Pac-Man, like, screen of death. Yeah. And that's how they ended the game. Like, game over. Like, <laughs> like you, you broke the game. Like, yeah, you, you broke it. Um, but, yeah, like, that's kind of the same issue here is where Dark Matter got pulled because it didn't have, uh, um, you know, no ending, basically, which kind of is like, oh, it stinks. Yeah. Have you uh, had a chance to play the Wolf Among Us? No, no, no. I want to download that uh, that trial version stuff yeah. of that. I do want to play it because it's been getting really good reviews, and I think it that has a lot of good twists. And I think it's kind of a way a lot of these are going is with like an episode based, where like Walking Dead, like episode this. Yeah. Because I feel like it really kind of keeps your interest, and it also adds that whole like oh, like that's I guess what everyone's saying at the end of this episode was a big like shock reveal where you're like oh and of course you have to, no, you have to wait till the next episode that's why like like it's like it's good if you could i mean it sucks because you have to wait till everyone has already played it hopefully no one spoils it for you but then when you get like the the game that has everything on it but the only problem with that is then you beat that episode and you're like i gotta get to 
episode two, and you just yeah, keep playing, like you just go, you just binge through it. So it's just kind of like it's crazy though. And they're even working on Walking Dead season two now. Yeah, and it's like oh god. So um, yeah, it's definitely. I I I was very impressed with the Walking Dead game when I heard they're making another one, kind of like with uh, werewolves and things. I was yeah. like, okay, this is gonna be good. So yeah, I definitely got to check that out. I do. I really do like those games though. Now it's like I never was a big fan of the t- point and click or the decision things, but this one really kept you like okay in all this kind of stuff you need to do. Uh, what's this new project, Wasteland Kings? This is, yeah, this is the one I was telling you about where basically you're like these like monsters. Yeah, it's like 8-bit graphics. You're a monster. Uh, you fight bandits. You fight all kinds of things, creatures. Uh, we'll post a video uh, for a podcast because it's really – it's like you just watch and you go, that looks like a lot of fun. Like you choose a class. You just you pick up weapons. Each weapon has different things. You have laser gun, flamethrower, things like that. And it's basically just that. Like you're just running around, like shooting, getting treasures, getting money and stuff that you can buy to equip different things. Uh, you have different characters. Each have different um, specials. And it's just by a couple guys who've done a couple other projects, and they're making basically an 8-bit uh, kind of like King of the Hill, I want to say, kind of game, mm. where basically you try to go as far as you can, and then when you die, like that's basically like well, you you did not become the Wasteland King, is like what it says, and yeah, I'm watching the little uh, little video of this thing. Yeah, I mean, they're light. pretty clever. It's this like, little guy running around, he's like picks up a sledgehammer, and he starts like, knocking people down. Yeah, it's really well done. Like, yeah. I love the fact, it's so funny that like as much as people are like, oh, 8-bit graphics, yada, yada, yada. But it's like, it's so amazing what they can do now with an 8-bit you know, game. So Yeah, and so we'll post a video because uh, they just talked about it on Friday. Uh, you can actually, what's cool about them is you can actually go back and watch videos of them building it. Mm. So you can see like step for step, like what they came up with, some characters they added. Like one of them right now said, uh, there's like the way the game starts is there's like a campground. Yeah. And everyone can kind of choose a character. But what they showed was like one of the plants, like where there's a character literally called Plant. Mm-hmm. And he was like just humping one of the other characters. Like, I don't think he's supposed to be doing that. So they're showing how they're still working on stuff. But there was like a guy called Muscle. Yeah. He's literally just like a giant muscle guy, like looking guy. There's like a, the fish guy. There was like Yeah, the fish guy. I think crystal. like in the beginning, he's like playing like a guitar. Yeah. So that's pretty clever. Like how they got like, and it's very clever. It's just like these little 8 bit characters. So. We'll see how they can... Uh... Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, we'll definitely post this video. So, yeah, there's a lot of cool creatures that you get to play as. I think there's even a shark Yeah, yeah, yeah. guy. So it, it looks really fun and interesting. And this is a game that I could definitely see doing very well on not only Steam, but probably yeah. the oh, oh yeah, yeah, things like that, or yeah. whatnot, especially if you're doing, like, a four-player game. Oh, yeah, yeah that would be kind of fun. So, yeah, I, I heard about this. If This is what I'm taking, the limited edition. Um, yeah, the new DS yes. uh, XLs or whatever coming out to Japan. So I think they're like pretty slick. Like I like the idea of like the the D pad has a color of like this the actual console. Oh, okay, no. So this isn't what I thought it was. Okay, there was a limited edition. I think it's only coming out in Europe, which kind of sucks. But the limited edition for Zelda: A Link Between Worlds, I think it's called. Oh yeah, the DS. Yeah, the DS. They actually Black Friday. Oh okay. They show they, there's a link linked. Uh, a leaked ad for GameStop, and it's on there. Like it's, it actually shows it on the uh, GameStop okay. ad, so it'll be out by that time. So, but it looks like they're going back with their um, their kind of cr- their finish. Yeah, exactly. On the thing, which, uh, to be honest with you, I kind of like the DS. I mean, I do like the color scheme. Like the that kind of gives it a little bit more of a like a flair to it. It's a, just a basic kind of like black. But the, I, I do not the I will I hated that with the old 3DS because you always had to like clean it because it always gets your like yeah true. Like, so I do like the one how it is now, where it's just very just uh, cut clean and stuff of like that. But yeah, they look really cool. I like the um I like the color scheme. Yeah, it's cool because like basically what it is like so there's like a blue and like an orangeish I would say. Yeah. And like then like the D pad's got the color, the buttons have the color, the stylus has that color as well. And then on the inside it's just that matte like black that they normally have. So yeah. it's definitely clever how they've like kinda like juiced it up a little bit. So No, it's a good one. Well, it's one of their best selling consoles right now. I mean yeah. they've been just making bank off of this, especially since the the two D DS just came out as well. Um and I don't know how comfortable they are, but I did see that in the store, and I was like, okay, you know, and stuff. So yeah, and I think for like the younger kids, it's like definitely. Yeah, it's like, a good idea. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, why would I go out and buy the 2DS when like uh, like that's what I told people. I'm like, look, when the 3DS came out, you can shut the 3D off because half the time I don't even use the 3D because it's like I don't want it to, you know. I think what would have been cooler though is to make it a pad, like just to make it like an iPad kind of device. Oh. Where you still have like all the buttons like you did, but you made it just one giant screen mm. for like the kids because I thought like that would have been like if that's what you're trying to target, like they're used to those so you might as well make it like reflective of that 
So this is for the Titanfall Collector's Edition was finally pretty leaked, epic. And that's yeah. pretty crazy. So you get you get a you get a book, you get a collector's edition, the Art of Titanfall Collector's Edition. You get a huge statue with about three figurine guys and a huge robotic Titan actually. Yeah. Uh, then you also looks like you get a poster of the schematics of the Titan. Uh, you get the game, and then it looks like there's uh, some downloadable content. Now, yeah. what do you feel about this? I thought it was pretty slick. Like, I, I uh, myself only know about Titanfall just from like what I've seen. I do know that it is coming out for 360 as well as uh, uh, PC. PC and also uh, Xbox One. And uh, I think uh, definitely I might be getting it for 360 before I upgrade to Xbox One. Uh, but as far as storyline-wise, things like that, like I didn't know anything about it. I knew kind of like from seeing the gameplay, like you're a human, you can scale walls, you can summon a titan or get into a titan and fight titans. And it seems like that was it. So when I saw this collector's edition, it really made you go like, that's really kind of cool, though. Like, how cool would that to be like sitting on your desk, like this giant like robot and you know this like little like epic battle going on. So I thought it looked cool. Like I, th- I think definitely if you're into that kind of thing, like it's a it's really a cool buy. Oh, well, this is sad. I just found this out. This happened today. Actress Mercy, Marcy Wallace, best known for her roles as the Simpsons' uh, cynical fourth grade teacher, Mrs. Edna Krabappel, and the Bob Newhart Show, uh, wisecracking secretary Carol Kester, has died oh, at no. age 70. <gasps> no more Mrs. Krabappel. Yeah, so we lose another Simpsons character. Maybe that's how, maybe he knew already. Crazy. Because he wasn't he gonna kill off a character. Yeah, and I don't know if it was like her he already so. like he knew she died and he just froze her. Maybe. <laughs> Crazy. Um. So sorry about that sad news. And I did not. I'm a huge. We're a huge Simpsons fan. So that's just kind of a, a sad thing. But this thing is uh, awesome. I have not downloaded yet because I don't know if it's part of the season pass still or you have to buy this whole new thing but a new dlc came out for uh borderlands 2 just yeah. in time for halloween i yeah it's the bloody harvest that they did like last year and this is uh it's got that character again again uh remember he only had the yeah the robotic leg yeah, yeah he was uh he's back in it um and i'm not sure if you're gonna eat brains again remember you had to feed him like brains in the last one. Oh, okay that guy um, yeah yeah, yeah. So they said, uh, uh, as far as I know, it's only going to be like two ninety nine on oh. the system. So I, I thought that too. I was like, oh, it's only two ninety nine. Okay, that's so. Yeah, it's like they're one of their last ones down. If you buy the game of the year, I think it comes with that. Like you, you get a free download. Okay, because uh, it's the game of the year. But if you don't, like it's only like two bucks. Like okay, and which I think I still have money left over since Xbox has done their whole money yeah. thing. But I'll double check on that. But yeah, that should be fun to play. I mean, we still gotta get through the majority of Borderlands 2 and yeah. Borderlands. And that's what 1. I love about it. It's like there's, there's so much content to it that what we've played, we haven't even scratched it. Yeah. And there's so much more to it that it's like, oh, we could just you yeah. Have, like, that's what I love about play. Borderlands, and I'm really looking forward to. Uh, what they will do on the next gen consoles? Oh, you know, I know that's yeah. going to be fantastic. So, actually, I think I was reading up, or did you tell me that they were actually fooling around with when they first came out with Borderlands? They actually did it realistically. Yeah. And they just felt like it didn't look well. It was just kind of gritty and stuff. So then they went with the art style that they went with, kind of like the cell shaded, exactly, kind of cartoon yeah. looking aspect of the characters, and they said it just worked like ten times better. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, if you look at like Brick, for instance, like he doesn't really fit a real life kind of game you almost look like he looks odd yeah because he's so stocky but then when you put a cell shade around him and stuff it's like oh it's a cool character yeah. design so yeah that looks really interesting the uh the blood harvest so uh definitely yeah. check that out and it looks like yeah there's some really cool creatures now there's like these pumpkin lantern creatures that walk around i kind of i do like uh, gearbox i think they're really uh, halloween orientated because they always seem to release something cool during, yeah, the, during the, the month of halloween and everything like that but yeah yeah do- definitely check that out it's only 2.99 so that's a good pickup so uh for both consoles uh, PlayStation, PC, or anything else. Uh, uh, this week's gaming question of the week uh, was HD version of a game that we'd like to see remade. I actually thought this was a really good question because there's so many games out there that would be like, oh, I'd love a remake of this or so on and so forth. It looks like uh, what answers do we have? Uh, well, so the uh, one uh, Facebook answer we have is for Zeb. Zeb Pajax is an old co-worker of mine. He's the one who actually told me about the uh, Atlas. Oh, okay. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Like, I retweeted again on yesterday, and I was going to do it today. And I we didn't really have anyone really respond to the HD, so I'm not sure if they're just busy, I mean, with end of month and stuff. But. Well, what we could do for next week, uh, 
question of the week we could probably do if you if you dressed up for Halloween and you did a video game character who did you go and if you have pictures please send them oh yeah 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 so if you dre- chose to dress up as a game character let us know who and and how well did your costume come out your photo cool i like that idea a lot because especially yeah because halloween's just right around the corner so yeah so i figured a lot of people would be doing you know parties and so on yeah and this so weekend forth, so, and things so, like that um, uh, but yeah i didn't really hear anybody i had a few people a lot of people saw a lot of people liked it like they liked the yeah. different ones i remember i posted like altered bees uh we posted uh Blastoid. Blastoid from uh yeah which would be hard to do without the harmony because i thought well technically really was- you could do it but you just have to like really redo all the. You wouldn't have to redo the lines. You just have to redo the oh, game. Oh, that's true. You would do redo the game because the voice act, the tracks are already laid down. So that's kind of good. That's but, true. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But what um, about you, Steve? What good game? I'm trying to think like a good say? remake of a game HD. <sighs> Let's see. What have we gotten so far? Um, I okay. Obviously, I would like to see. HD beefed up uh, Chrono Trigger. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. Especially, yeah, if it was still done by uh, Yoshi, the guy who did uh, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Dragon Ball, I mean, around. it's still the same artwork, but just beef up the graphics, you know, just yeah. uh, maybe change Effects the music over stuff. to, oh, yeah. yeah, all that kind of stuff. I mean, that would be Well, yeah, music game. now could be, like, digital. Yeah, so, I mean, that would be amazing. I mean, it's all text-based games, so you don't have to worry about voice acting and all that yeah, kind of stuff. True. So, it's just, re- basically, you'd probably have to build the game from the ground up again, because obviously it's a 16-bit game. But, yeah, definitely, I would like to see Chrono Trigger in an HD. What about, what about you? Uh, actually, one I thought of is Symphony of the Night. Oh, uh, with a uh, castle. Well, didn't they do that? They d- only did was they re-released it on the. Okay, so they didn't really. They didn't really polish it or anything like to really like go down and yeah. like, really like beef it up with the graphics, especially with today's graphics. Like it would look slick because I remember they did a multiplayer Castlevania you could download mm. like one summer ago, which was like the, all the different characters from like the different handheld oh, okay. versions, and that was pretty fun. It was kind of time based too, where you only had so much life, and once you had no life, that was it. You couldn't really pick up anymore. Oh, okay. Um, and that one like it looked really pretty, but also was just kind of like this doesn't make any. Yeah, but yeah, I thought Symphony and I would be a really that actually would be a good one too. But yeah, it's just like I don't understand when they do these games. Like, why don't they just do a redo HD? Because that's what I hate. It's like I mean, you play the Zelda. The Zelda HD looks, you know, they rebuilt the game up. They made it. Well, like I feel like when you relaunch a franchise like Laura Croft, Uh when they did the new Tomb Raider, I felt like that was an awesome way. Oh, that was great. Yeah, you know, instead of just like trying to retell the story, like if they had done that game HD, I don't know if it might have carried over. They actually, they actually did do that. They did it in the anniversary one. It was like the tenth anniversary of Laura of the first Tomb Raider game, which I do have a copy of, and it's just kind of like, yeah, you know, something good. But I like uh, that's what I liked about the new. Devil May Cry and the new Tomb Raider that came out. It's like you you you, you uh, rebooted the franchise, but you did it in such a different and new you unique way from the past that you just like, oh, I've already know yeah it's like I already know what's gonna happen. So it's like you you kind of kept the same kind of stuff, but you but with Laura Croft is like you got to finally see how she becomes how she becomes and stuff like that. So I mean, Sweet. there's parts in the game where it's like she had to kill people for the first time and all these kind of things. So yeah, it's just pretty crazy. But uh, uh, before we go, we'll talk about the upcoming releases. I know we have more stuff to add to the list probably. I just haven't yeah, gone yeah. back through. But of course, coming out uh, today, uh, October 29th, uh, Black Flag Assassin's Creed. Uh, November 15th is approaching fast. So that's going to be for the PS4. Uh, Watchdog has been pushed back to 2014, I believe, spring. Yeah, spring, yeah. Uh, Xbox One is going to be released on November 22nd. Super Mario World 3D is going to be November 27th. Donkey Kong Tropic Freeze has also been pushed back till February 2004. And Titanfall confirmed for the Xbox 360, Xbox One for March 2014. So that will probably be their kickoff to the spring season. And that's why I really feel bad for it now because, like, Watchdog, I felt, had a really good shot this uh, winter. Like, it would have done really well. It would have been a really good download. And now it's like you're going up against Titanfall, and Titanfall's gone, like, Game of the Year and all these other, like, promotions. Yeah, so, I mean, don't get... Yeah, that is kind of like a... That's a downside It'll definitely be tough, but I think it's still going to do very well. Yeah, it'll do very well, but that's like, yeah, it's very like, yeah, because I agree. Like, literally, because when it was coming out, it was coming out the 19th. Now, literally, I think, like, Black Ops comes out the same week as the new the new console, the PlayStation 4. So basically, Watchdog had an entire week to itself, and you know, I mean, every con- for every console it was coming out for, yeah. I mean, even Wii U users were go- are going to be able to play this game, and it would have done phenomenal that week. But yeah, now if you have to go up against uh, Titanfall, and the thing is, it's not like, 
the the tricky part is too because it's also there are two new games like these are two new games we have never played before it's two new franchises it's not like watchdog 2 and you know it's like okay well i'm gonna get watchdog 2 because the first one was so amazing or whatnot these are two new games coming out you know fresh off the the table so we'll see which one's gonna match up i'm pretty sure they're both like you said they're both gonna do fine but you will have those xbox fans that'll probably be like i'm getting Titanfall, bro yeah well, I mean, also, I mean, it's a shooter versus, like, a strategy kind of. Yeah, it's true. So, But, um, but yeah, I guess uh, without further ado, uh, if you want to contact us uh, on Twitter, answer our questions on Twitter as well, you can contact us at arcade da- underscore bros. Also visit the arcade-bros.com, part of the 4i Radio Network, The Fern. Uh, go ahead and give a, you know, uh, yeah, I forgot what I was doing. <laughs> Okay, bros, part of the 4A director, Vern. Uh, we got the kids. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have the donation thing Kyle put up, which I saw, and I was like, oh, amazing. Too bad no one has donated. But you know what? Next year, we'll push it. We'll figure it out and stuff like that. But if you can, donate anything you can. That'd be great. Uh, if you want to game with me as well, my gamer tag is S-K-O-O-L-D-A-Z-E, School Days 69 on OES, Steam, Xbox 360 and Wii U, and then S K O O L D A Z E School Days 69 on the PlayStation Network. Kyle, if they want to game with you, uh, they can game with me uh, with Broken Robo R Zero B Zero on both the PlayStation Network and uh, Xbox Live. Um, you can find me at Mooney Studios, and of course, also part of the Arcade Brothers. You can just find us at Bros at uh, Arcade-Bros.com. Okay, kids, so until next time, keep on gaming. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. You know who we didn't talk about this week? Yeah, Steve Ballmer. <laughs> yeah, weird. All right. <laughs>